Hello, hello. This is Dean with my boys, Tay and Ben. Say what's up, gentlemen. Yeah. What it do, baby? It's TBD. And you know what I just realized? I'm what's sorry up? I didn't say this in pre-production, but okay. uh, TBD, three black dudes. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, wow. That's not acceptable at all. Oh, I feel is. like it is actually perfectly and accurately acceptable. So... Outside of that double entendre, um, that's a perfect segue to today's topic. <laughs> so You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, today, we're going to talk about what it's like being three black dudes in Lakeside. More specifically, this is our origin story. This is the crew's mark on how we survived how we met each other, and why I can't stop talking to them, even though I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> they give me no benefit in life. They're just, they're just, no, I'm just kidding. They, they my dudes. They my guys. Highly so, offensive. Super offensive. Uh, but that's our today's show. Today's show is just going to be our origin story. We're going to talk to you guys about uh, who we are, how we became to be, and how we are the crew. Um, we wanted to give you guys a uh, 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 insight and a uh, uh, look into why we are where we are and this is based on one of our feedback recommendations shout out to ryan lindley someone we grew up with played ball with someone we know very well he's like hey man you, we 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 know you you know we grew up with you but there's some other people that don't know you guys humor don't know why <laughs> you guys uh wanted to start this podcast so give them the why so that's what we're doing. Uh, anybody else got anything else to say on that matter? Nah, man. I'm actually, uh, I think this is probably the best suggestion, best feedback we've gotten. So I'm ready for everybody to kind of understand why we are as insane as we actually are. It's not our fault. No, no, no. Uh, why we're three black dudes, right, Ben? Uh, I'm excited. Even though I've heard this story and we've had this conversation a thousand times, it's still my favorite. So, Exactly. So... For those who don't know, these three black dudes, um, we're not white. Uh, I don't know if you can tell by our voices. Uh, we have uh, minority backgrounds. And however, we did not grow up in a very diverse uh, atmosphere, neighborhood, environment, whatever you want to call it. We grew up in Lakeside. And if you don't know much about Lakeside, uh, it is predominantly white. And in the 90s and the early 2000s, it was on the cusp of becoming, becoming more diverse. I mean, our families moved there. So, you know, it was on the it, cusp. It was getting better. And, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but for anybody who doesn't know where Lakeside's at, so it's basically a city um, right outside of San Diego, probably like 20, 25 minutes east of San Diego, kind of on your way out to Arizona. So um, kind of it's a geographic reference for y'all. Next to Santee, which is a bigger city, is more known. It's actually on the map, Santee, California. Right, right. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's not sitting here. It's not in a war zone or anything like that. But it's got some old ties, some old roots uh, that didn't really know how to deal with the uh, increase in minorities. And by increase in minorities, he means like five families. Oh, all four, all four, <laughs> five of them. Three of them sitting right here. Three of them yeah. sitting right here. You know, <laughs> some of these old heads they ain't never seen one of us before. No, no. Uh, and, and it's again, this is not 
a knock to any white person, no white guilt here, nothing like that. But uh, that's something that you got to overcome when people don't like you based on the way you look. It's not fun. I'm being nice here, but we don't, we're going to take the gloves off here in a minute. Uh, so we're being nice about it, but it, it's, it's very, very hard to overcome. Um, ben, uh, in, in pre-production, you had a, a very good story that you're ready to bring to the public about what it's like to be black in Lakeside or to just be a minority in any environment. Um, but specific, specifically for you, uh, everybody hold your hats. We're going to get into it right now. Ben, what was your experiences of being black at Lakeside? Oh, man. So, yeah, this is uh, and don't worry for those listening. This is going to tie into how we met later on and why. Oh, we are, yeah. And why we are the way we are. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I'll start off by, uh, you know, Lakeside Elementary School. Pretty normal. We're all young kids. You know, nothing too crazy there for me uh, in my experience. Uh, it was middle school, which was a little bit further out from where I actually lived because I was a walker. I had to walk to school. So it was a little bit further out from where we lived, uh, apartment complex. And uh, this is really when it started to kind of shape who I would become for the next five, ten years of my life. Um, being a walker, you know, you walk through, uh, you know, residential neighborhoods on the way to school. And uh, these residential neighborhoods were not very friendly to uh, to those colored folk, as they <laughs> As they say, um, <laughs> as they called it, yeah, as, as they said yeah, to me, as they shouted at us out the windows, yeah. Um, so you know, my first real experience walking to middle school, I went to Tierra. Well, you know what? Let me not name drop, let me go ahead and keep that out there. Um, mm. anywho, on my way to middle school, you know, I'm walking to school, first day in middle school, I'm solo walking to school, and uh, as I alluded to earlier, I, I hear a shout out of a window, and it says, Hey. Hey boy, and I was like, "No way, that could be me." I, I, my, my dad's not even my dad's at home. I'm going to school, <laughs> and, and so I keep walking, keep walking, and this is my first real experience with uh, not to get too dark here, but uh, full blown racism. You know what I mean? Full blown. We're um, not even. Yeah. We're not even. We're not even guessing anymore. Yeah, yeah. But don't worry, we're gonna lighten it up later. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So um, I'm walking. Hear it again. Hey boy. Hey boy. Hear a door open. So you know. I'm young. I don't know how how old are you in the sixth grade? Like what is it, ten? Something like 11, that. No, nah, eleven yeah. twelve, man. Yeah, some somewhere around around there. So I turn around. White man, no shirt, swastika tattoo on his chest. He walks outside and he's got a shovel in his hand. And he says, Hey boy, do you wanna die today? And I said <laughs> I started looking around like there's no possible way he could be talking to me. There's no possible way he could be talking to me. So I turn around, keep walking, and then I start hearing some footsteps. And now there's 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 an older gentleman, swastika tattoo gentleman, and then there's a younger gentleman who I assume to be his son. And so I keep walking, keep walking. I'm at a brisk pace. I don't know if you picked up on that at this point, but I'm I'm at a brisk pace. You know, <laughs> he ain't walking at all. Yeah, no, I'm 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 cruising. You know, and uh and, and then I and then I turn around see if they're still telling me. They're still telling me. And he says, get him, boy. And and the other, I, I would say he was probably around 15, 16, the kid, the son. And he's coming. He's coming. And and this is before uh, I learned how to uh, defend myself. 
Wait, wait, so, wait. Did, it, did the son have the shovel in his hand at this point? No, the dad yeah. still the dad still had the shovel. Yeah, dad still yeah. had the shovel. So uh so the son the son's coming. And I'm like, I you know what? I'm the only kid out here. So maybe I should just go and go and skedaddle. And you know, and, you know I could run a little bit. So you know, I'm I'm gone. I'm out. Uh you know, I had some wheels back in the day. So uh I make it to school. I make it to school, they disappear, blah, blah, blah. Uh after school I take an alternate route take an alternate route i i walk like an hour the other way just to go i walk around the lake i'm walking everywhere away from that when they say take the long way they meant this this was the long way yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so so fast forward to the next morning i'm walking and they're outside on the street waiting and i don't know if they're waiting for me but it seems to be i mean Assumption can be made that they they was probably waiting for me to stroll by. <laughs> um, and then they said, uh, the dad said, all right, boy, you got away yesterday. You're not getting away today. And then he said, uh, you two boys are going to fight. And I said, wow. Okay, why? And he said, we don't like or take kindly to your kind around here. And this is when I went, huh. I uh I get it. I see what's going on here. And uh I don't want to say I got beat up, but I ain't win. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I did not win. I uh, did not win. I did not win. <laughs> I went to school, you know, a little tore up shirt, you know what I mean? Little, little dirty pants, you know, but you know, I was a middle school kid, so that could have been, you know, that could have been normal. Mm-hmm. Um but that was the moment when I realized, you know what? If I'm going to make it doing doing this whole lakeside thing, I'm going to have to learn to defend myself. You so, mean living? Uh, by, by doing this thing, you mean trying yeah, to live? Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> precisely. So um, my parents, my dad in particular, ended up getting me in uh, martial arts in middle school, in the sixth grade. Got in martial arts, learned how to defend myself, and... The the craziest part about that is, you know, feeling like you have to learn how to defend yourself just to get to school. Yeah. Um, and um, from then on out, yeah, I learned how to defend myself. And uh, I fought, man. I fought all the time. I started fighting. I started, you know, I was fighting in school. I was fighting kids in school, hurling slurs at me in middle school. I was fighting after school, walking home. I was fighting. And I and I had. I felt like I had to fight to prove that I'm not the one. Like, you can do what you want, say what you want, but uh, I'm not the one. You're going to regret it. So um, uh, we were not accepted. We were not accepted in Lakeside. We could not be who we wanted to be, uh, you know. And that's a lot of the reason why I was so quiet and reserved when I ended up meeting you guys, which we'll come back to later. But um, that was my uh, my first early experience uh, in Lakeside. That that's nuts, man. And and just so kind of everybody gets a, a better understanding of it, like what happened to Ben isn't like people hurling slurs at us while we're walking to school was almost an every single time occurrence, right, yeah. Dean? Like it wasn't like, like every we went, It wasn't like one time. It would. It, it was literally every time. It's so it's so ridiculous that I ask people to get creative now. I'm like, oh yeah, you calling me a nigger? Okay, that's you not even trying. <laughs> right, we, yeah, don't, like... we don't like you. Oh, that's it, monkey. Well, that's, <laughs> you're not even again. You're not even trying because yeah. I've heard everything. Yeah, man. 
Yeah. You know, it, it's crazy because I got a, I mean, a similar story kind of with Ben, except I was with, uh, I was with my friend who's, uh, you guys know who he is. He's half Mexican, half white. And there, there used to be these kind of like uh, dirt bike jumps, like in this kind of abandoned uh, dirt area that we all used to go around and ride our bikes on and jump on, right? And so one day we're out there jumping, we're actually watching these people jump bikes. And we were same age as you, Ben, maybe like seventh grade, so like 11, 12, 13 at the time, whatever. And uh, we're just watching them, watching them. It kind of dies down, whatever. And so we kind of get up from where we're sitting to, to walk back to, to his house. And so we saw these other two dudes and they couldn't have been younger than 16. There were two of them. And they're looking at us like, okay, that's, that's weird. They're kind of been eyeing us for a minute. It's a little odd. We should probably get out of here. And so the second we get up to start really like picking up our pace and walking away, the next thing I hear is, get those niggers. And the guy that with me wasn't even black. And I was like, oh, shit, this, this, this is really bad. They calling a Mexican dude a nigger. Like, <laughs> this shit about to get real. <laughs> they, don't care, they don't care what you are. You just not them. <laughs> you just, he could have been white with a tan. Like, he real light-skinned. So I was like, oh, this is going to be real bad. And so they start chasing us, right? And, and I'm like I said, these guys were, you know, they looked like grown men to me at the time, being 11, 12, 13 years old. Like, I thought mm-hmm. I, thought I was going to die. Mm-hmm. And so we just take off running, man. Take off running, take off running, and get behind this real big mound. And these dudes searched for like a good 30 minutes for us. Like they were refusing to go home. They were so determined to beat little kids up that they didn't go home for 30 minutes. Now, thankfully, I didn't have to fight nobody that day, but it just shows you the weird environment that we grew up in. Hostile. Hostile, hostile, hostile. hostile. Well, mine's mine's more on the Ben side of things. Um, mine was the fourth grade, and my mama listens to this podcast, so I got to apologize because you know she, you know, God forbid, a parent no no life, and I just wasn't having it. So I was a bus rider from elementary school, fourth grade. I was a bus rider. Uh, I didn't like riding the bus. None of the cool kids rode the bus, so I ain't ride the bus. I walked home every day. Pretty much every day. Lied my, lied my ass off. Yeah, mama, the bus was cool. I don't even know what the bus looked like. <laughs> uh, Where to pick you up? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell you. But I walked home. So I walked home with uh, someone we both know. Uh, and we went to elementary school together. So he lived, he lived near my house. I'm trying to, trying to not give details here, y'all. Gotcha. But he, he lived near my house. We walked together almost the time. He's a tall white guy. And... We were buddies. We were, we were tight. Uh, same likes, PlayStation, online, Twisted Metal back then. I think y'all, y'all know that one. Um, everything was cool. So we walking home just like our normal route, and we get towards his house. And, man, if you haven't heard a whistle, if you, if, you if you haven't heard that whistle, ooh, it's ingrained in your memory after stuff like this. So... You hear the whistle, and I'm like, I don't, you know, at the time, I didn't know. I was like, oh, you know, they whistle. They're trying to get somebody's attention. They were trying to get mine. They were trying to get mine. Um, there's a group of four, and I'll never forget, because I swear to God, one of the dudes was like, he had tan skin. He Maybe he was white with a tan. I just thought, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. But he put his watch on his on his fist, you know, like, a, you know, some brass knuckle BS or whatever. But I ended up getting jumped by about 
four people get just punched, kicked, all the nasty. Um, and my buddy was, I, I'm going to, I'm not even going to blame him. He was fourth grader and he, he looked like he'd grown cause he was so tall, but he was in shock. He was in absolute shock. So he doesn't do anything. So I'm in there just, you know, absorbing every punch and kick, every place they can get it in on. And finally, some mother, white woman, this is not about uh, us saying white people are bad or nothing like that. It's just when when the majority, unfortunately, does not accept you, it, you deal with things like this. But this this white woman pulls over. Bless her soul. I do not I do not know what would have happened if she not pulled over. So she pulls over, she shoes him out. She's, she moms the hell out of it. Get the hell out of it. You leave him alone, right? I'm, I'm a mess. Uh, and she says, are you okay? And I squeezed her like, you know, a newborn. You know, I, I cried in her arms. I cried, I cried, right? So I'm like, I'm not walking back home. So I'm with this person and he goes, hey, man, I, we're tight, but you can't come over right now. I was like, dude. I, did you did you not just see me take every kick and punch, man? Like, I, I'm not walking home. I'm calling my mom from your house. We didn't have cell phones. I'm calling my mom from your house, uh, and I'm not walking home. And he's like, you can't come over. I'm like, why not? He's like, dude, my grandma's home. I'm like, I don't care who's home. <laughs> I'm not walking home. I had enough. I had my fill. And he's like, all right, we'll try it, man. I'm like, I don't understand the, I don't understand your beef. Well, we get inside the house. I'm still crying. I'm shaking. And I'm like, can I use your phone? He's like, uh, you got to give me a second, man. You know, we're fourth grade. We got to have permission for everything. All I heard from the kitchen was, you get that nigger out of my house. I was like, you got to be kidding right now? Right now? And he goes, and I hear him go, hey, he just got into a fight. He's messed up. He just wants to call his mom. I don't care what that nigga wants. You get him out of this house. I didn't even have to wait for nothing else. I wasn't getting my butt kicked again. Damn. I got out the house, and he, he chased me out the house, and he followed me, and he thankfully walked me on. This time, I think he was prepared to scream help this time or something. I don't know. But he, he walked with me the rest of the way to my house, and then, of course, you know, we called my mom and stuff like that. And, and I think he actually walked himself back home because they weren't worried about him because he was white. They were only worried about me. So uh, that's a, that was a lot of racism in a very short amount of time. Um, uh, again, I think that woman who pulled over and was not okay with what happened, I uh, don't know what would happen had she not, she not been there. Um, but that's when I realized I need more people. Now, I will say natural selection, I just got bigger. If y'all know me, I am not a very small person i'm very round and very tall uh <laughs> so that helped that helped but until then it was oh i'm gonna need some friends which at this point in time takes us to if you understand lakeside you understand why this next part is so uh important for us so we're at lakeside middle school uh taylor and i both went to lakeside middle school yeah. um and not still, still no, no black people, not a lot of minorities, uh, very few. Um, and in middle school, we had these core classes where you'd sit in a room for three of your subjects. It was like three hours long. It was, it was crazy um, because no one should sit in the same class for that long. Anyways, so sitting there, 
and I have a, a schedule change. I need to get a schedule change so I can have some subject that I want. Probably band. Yeah, I play band. I don't care. Yeah, you, 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 I, I you own that. I do. I play the you tenor sax- The tenor saxophone. <laughs> you play the flute. Okay, you, tenor saxophone. I needed to get a schedule change. So I'm liking my regular schedule, but they put me in this class, and I don't know who Taylor is at this point. But there is an annoying, agitating black kid driving me nuts. He can't get out of the center of attention to save his life. He he won't shut up. <laughs> I mean, it was on the way to class, on the way to PE, Spanish. I'm like, this kid is everywhere. And I never saw him before I got that damn schedule change. And then I realized I didn't like him. Because he was in my lane. He was in my role. That was my role. Everybody loved me, but they don't know me because I'm new to this whole schedule. So, Tay, do you remember this? Do you remember me joining your circus? Uh, so, I don't remember the initial, like, like when it happened. I just remember all of a sudden, like, there was, there was one month when I was, I was in my own lane. I was the king of my castle. Every period that I went to, I owned it. I owned the teacher. I owned the home monitor. I owned the classroom. <laughs> I owned everything. And I was I was everything, and everything was me. Right? He was the worst. The, the worst. I the was worst. everything. And all of a sudden, that was one month. The next month, out of nowhere, I got another nigga next to me that has the same attitude. Now, keep in mind. I did not like him either. This was this is this is a this is a two way street here. He didn't like me because I was wouldn't shut up. Just shut up. Once. Yeah, I wouldn't shut up. I, I still don't shut up if you can't tell. And I didn't like him because he came in there and keep mind, Dean is hilarious. Like I've always told this man, he should have been a stand up comedian from day one. He's hilarious, and I thought I was pretty damn funny, especially with the girls around and stuff. I was I was the one cracking jokes. Then this, and first of all, keep in mind, we were seventh grade. Dean was at least six inches taller than everybody <laughs> at the time. At least had a full beard. Had a, why you got a neck beard? Yeah, yeah. when when he said he got tall and big, he turned thirty when he was twelve. <laughs> yes, this man was like he was at least five eleven. It was absurd. I don't. It was ridiculous. It. Yeah. And so he comes in there towering over everybody. They're looking at him like he's fucking Godzilla or something, and he's funny. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit, my. My spot's blown up. It's blown he up, works, man. so he starts working harder. So we're we're silently clashing. We are. You can call it competing. Black. Yeah, you can call it the token black kid all you want, but it got you out of fights because people liked you. We we have charisma. We both were you know doing yeah. our thing, but but I was in his world, and every time I got a chance, I took a shot. I didn't take many shots, but I had a nice efficiency percentage. I was I was there, so he was getting hot. Silently, we're trying to kill each other. Silently. And I, what, I can't even remember. What was the exact point where you and I realized, yeah, we should probably not try to kill each other? I think it was either one of us got in trouble and we weren't okay with the reason, or it was like we both made fun of someone at the same time and we were like, it was just that, like, you too, huh? Like, yeah. Yeah. You gonna Honestly, be you, you gonna be here for a while? <laughs> We probably both ended up in detention together or like yeah, the principal's something. office or something, man. When I was just looked over and went, 
so we're going to be cool. Or like, it was something so simple and stupid, right? Mm-hmm. And then ever since then, we've been this, uh, this, this pair of individuals that you just can't break up, no matter how hard the world tries. But we both knew at that point in time that we had to work so much harder to please everybody. And it wasn't talking about good grades. It was just, you know, being, being everybody's best friend. So we didn't get you know, shit on, beat up, whatever you want to call it. But once we knew we had someone else in our corner that was almost unconditional at this point, we're like, look, I may not like you. We've been through the didn't like you stage, but you're going to have my back if something comes down. And it was unequivocal. So it was well, like, all right, all right, I rem- we're doing I rem- this. I remember too, man, like I, because I, I was a small kid. Like, I was real, real skinny and stuff, right? And people used to kind you were, of with You were me. real skinny? You Nigga, were. I'm not. You, look, look. I'm we just asking. This, we, we ain't going to have this conversation right now. Okay. I was uh, real skinny, right? Uh, you wearing women's clothing and stuff. That's cool. Uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> to clarify, I don't. Anyways, so I was real skinny. And once I started hanging out with Dean consistently – um people wouldn't like try me as much like i'd still get into fights and shit but like that stopped happening and it wasn't because i was winning every fight right like it it just stopped happening as much i was like oh this is kind of having this this intimidation type dude next to me is kind of nice so i guess i kind of got to hang out of him hang out with him because uh i don't want to fight anymore yeah and i i at the time i didn't know you were fighting as much i mean obviously i you have the same you have a really really extensive martial arts background and i learned that as i i started to know you and maybe that was you know martial arts was because of the fighting i didn't know you were fighting as much i just wanted the numbers i was like look i need i don't i don't want someone standing there watching me get beat up i'm (laughs) i wasn't a fighter but i don't want don't i don't need an audience i want you get beat up too let's both get beat up so maybe there's a chance the beginning of our friendship obviously was out of necessity it was not Hey, we liked the same things because we didn't at the time. Mm-hmm. It, it was mm-hmm. it was like, all right, you ain't gonna let me die, I ain't gonna let you die, or if we die, we are gonna die together. <laughs> yeah. Then the and, parents got involved. The parents got involved. Yep. They were like, whoa, you mean there's another black kid in in the same grade in the same yep. class? Oh, y'all gonna be friends. Y'all will be friends. Absolutely, absolutely. And that and that went that went to high school, man. I mean, I mean that went from what seventh grade, middle or sixth grade, something like that. Um, ever and ever and ever forever yeah all the way through high school where where we ended up <laughs> we ended up this what sophomore year when this happened ben was it sophomore it was yeah no 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 yeah yeah it was i was a sophomore you guys were juniors, so right yeah oh so we really was feeling ourselves oh yeah <laughs> so yeah we, we jumped ahead a little bit yeah we so did my we, bad, make, my bad. we make it we make it to junior year now so like take a set this falls we go through you know El, or el capitan which is again still in Lakeside. We lived in Lakeside, so we did all the, the whole school track there. El Capitan. We get to high school. We're gonna fast forward through the football successes and how awesome we thought we were. We'll come back to that. <laughs> and <laughs> one, Taylor, one day. Can, Taylor, continue. Where were we when this all went down? With <laughs> uh, with which situation? Avid. I don't even remember, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. Advanced so, Veterinary Institute for. It's not a veterinary. To, it's. No? No, it's for goal setting for your college future. We can't mm-hmm. remember the acronym. We may or may not have been drinking. Uh, <laughs> either, either way, we uh, we get to Abbott. So Taylor and I make it to we're we're thick and thin. This is my boy. Only he's my number one. I'm his number one. You better yeah. say that. And we chilling. 
Yep. And we get to Avid. And you want to tell, tell – do you remember the conversation with Miss Martinez? No, nah, I don't. So Miss Martinez, and she was – she's an OG. Um, y'all obviously don't know her, but she was an Avid teacher. She became a science teacher. But she, um, she looked out for us because she also knew – she was that mama bird who's like, you guys are not like everybody else and you guys are going to get yourself hurt or in trouble if you guys don't steer clear. But at that point, we had so much confidence that we're like, we really not worry about people. Well, no, no, bro, bro, let me back up too. Keep in mind, I played soccer with her son for like mm. six years growing That's up. That's right. So That's she right. knew all the struggles that I went through just mm. being a good black athlete in Lakeside. So she immediately... Yeah. She gravitated towards us and went, okay. Anyway, sorry, continue. And my, no, no, you're right. Because my older sister was in Avid with her older kids, too. So she knew about the Beckwith. And my sister, my sister was academically untouchable. So I, I don't know if Miss Martinez thought she got another one of those. But she didn't. That, nope. that wasn't, happen- that wasn't close. the case. You know what? I'm, I can hear you, though. Not even right. sniffing I'm, academic I'm, excellence. I'm, I'm right here, okay? I love you. <laughs> so... Um, so she was prepared for me too. So I, that's right. That's right. She did have uh, a vested interest in our well-being, and she cared. Yeah, but she didn't just care for us. So we're sitting in Avid doing so much godly work, right, Taylor? Oh yeah, godly. Just, you mean you guys mean dancing? I mean, you know, may or may not have. Did you do dancing. anything besides dancing that entire it, year? Yes, hit on <laughs> every single girl possible. Uh, Touche. I stand corrected. I plead the fifth. Yep. All right. Um, So she goes, hey, guys. Hey, guys. There's this other young gentleman who hasn't – I don't know if he speaks English. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if he speaks, period. But he's in my class. He sits in a corner. He don't move. I don't know what he does. But I'm afraid that he has not made the connections in the network that you two goons have. I am telling you, your only damn assignment, because you don't do anything else, (laughs) is to just sit with him and befriend him. And we go, okay, where is he? We don't know anything yet. And then we see him and we go, he's black? (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, yeah, we can can do that. That's not even, you're not even asking. All right, let's go. Ben, what happened next? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, sitting in the corner, not saying anything is true. And, you know, just to reiterate earlier, as Tay said, this wasn't an every, this wasn't a a once in a while, hey, you're a nigger kind of thing. This was walking to school every single day, wondering, okay, are they going to come out today? Are you going to chase me today? I'm going to have to fight today. Every single day having to literally be fearful walking to school, walking back, just for being yourself, which is crazy. So anyway, fast forward to high school. um, My conditioning was don't be yourself. Don't say the things you want to say. Don't talk how you want to talk. Don't listen to what you want to listen to because that's not accepted here. That's how I was conditioned. So I didn't make a lot of friends up until that point. I didn't, um, you know, I didn't dance publicly. I didn't do <laughs> all the things. I didn't, you know, I, it, it took me way longer to really accept who I was because I didn't have uh, that bond that you guys had as early on as you did. So I went through all of middle school with, like, not that ride or die, other colored 
friend. You know Don't say I mean? that anymore. I I, told, I can't. <laughs> I can't do the colored thing. No, no, no. And I think actually I'm just, good, I'm just saying point. I didn't want to say black. I wanted to say any type of ethnicity. You know what I okay. mean? Like, I okay. I didn't. You know what I mean? Until until later on, like, you know, I had uh, there was there were a couple here and there, but it just we didn't. You know what I mean? Like there there was one in my apartments. You know, uh, one of my good friends when I was younger uh, in my apartments, but he was a great younger than me, so we weren't. You know, we weren't mm-hmm. on the same page like that. Um, but anyway, yeah. So every day like that, you know, having to try to tone down or keep kind of a secret, you know, who you are and who you want to be, it, it was rough, man. So, you know, I didn't talk a lot up until that point. And, uh, you know, I always had really good grades cause I wasn't doing nothing. <laughs> so good. So you good. know what I mean? I, I was quiet. I put my head down. I went to school. I didn't say nothing and I did my work and I went home and that was it. Um, so, you know, after my freshman year, you know, I'm there talking about, oh, what colleges you want to go to? What do you want to do this? What do you want to do that? So my academic advisor goes, hey, you got to take this class. It helps with college, blah, blah, blah. I don't. I still, to this day, don't know what it does. What was even the point of that okay, class? It's a, co- it's a college prep class. <laughs> but it's not. No, no, hold on, hold on. No, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Dude, no, what it did is they gave you the track for what you wanted to do to get into college. All right, yes. so you want to be here, you need to take these classes. You want to be here, you need to do these no, extracurriculars. Yes, yes, they, they did. That's we went on academic advisor did. No, what did the actual class do? What did we do in the? We class? went on. We went on tours. We yes. had. We had presentations. Yes, we toured San Diego State. No, we didn't. Who? I went to USC. What are you talking? Y'all we did, this is what we Why did. y'all leave me out of that? I don't know. I, ain't gonna, <laughs> I, ain't gonna, I swear, y'all think about ASB or something because we no. did not do that in Avid. I promise you, we didn't. I was also in Avid for six years, so I might be blurring some lines. You but either true. way, yeah. either way, we it didn't is, do. It's a anything. whole class period talking about. I was so quiet because teaching. I was like, "Well, I'm ready to get the work started. When are we gonna do anything?" Oh no, like, it was a hang. Is a it was more of like it a, was a dance party. I watched y'all <laughs> just. I got walked in and y'all was dancing, and didn't stop until the bell rang. Hold on, hold on. Quick, quick, quick segue, real quick. Do you remember when me and Dean used to leave Avid? to go get food from Albertsons and bring it back to our teacher and just eat it in the back of class. That's what I'm saying. This was not a class. This was, this a, party. was. This we was had, a party. We had a legitimate was house party to rest- restock the Avid refrigerator. Now, we may have been one of the only three or four people that had access to this refrigerator, <laughs> but it didn't matter because it was Avid. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. Ben, go ahead, man. So, uh, I'm in the class. And I ended up taking the class, obviously, because it was recommended. I'm still waiting to do some work. <laughs> and, uh, and as the music's blaring, <laughs> uh, you guys, both of you, came over and you sat down. And you said, hey, uh, you're with us now. And I said, <laughs> "With uh, who, who are you? What do you mean I'm with you? Is there a group project? What's yeah, <laughs> like, are we doing? Hey, no, uh, you're, you're coming with us uh, from now on. You're going uh, you're gonna to do what we do. And uh, we're going to hang out and we're going to start. De- well, how, how much detail do you want me to go into? Because this might get all of us in a little bit of a little bit hot oh, with the parentals. And are I know you they listen. Oh, I know they listen. Trouble. Are you talking no, about I'm the good. first? Are you talking about the first one? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That one. Oof. Leave that out. Let's leave that out. No, yeah. you know what? Uh, did, did nah, we're gonna leave it out. We're okay. gonna leave it out. Right. Leave it out. Anywho, we did, you know, our first <laughs> hangout. We had our first hangout. We had a good time. And, uh, you know, they, they opened my eyes to the world of just literally being who you want to be unapologetically. And on that note, on that note, 
do you remember the story where I, the first time where I showed you how it is to be angry at someone being racist, racist towards you and being racially prejudiced? Just just when I lost my mind and said, it's OK to not be OK with that. I, I'm going to let you. Uh, you sound like you're ready to drop it. So I'm ready. I don't remember all the details about the story, but rem- it was the backpack. Remember? Mm-mm. You got to okay. have to jog my mind. All right. So. We're sitting in Avid, and again, I can't even tell you what happened, but Ben is still a mute. Taylor is, he's pop-locking somewhere. He is. I don't know where he's at, but maybe he called out that day. I don't know. But we're sitting at their table. It's two people per table, and Ben and I are sitting there. And this girl says something about me and, like, has, like, a, a nasty insinuation, and it was, and, and everyone wanted her to clarify. Even the teacher was like, look, like, you you make you making a big accusation about that table. Um, it's really not okay because uh, Miss Martinez she didn't pull back. She didn't pull back. She had our back. She had everybody's back. Not okay. You need to you need to say what you're saying because right now we're not okay with that. And she goes, blah 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 because he's black, you know. Oh <laughs> yes, how did I and, forget? And I stood up. <laughs> And I slapped that girl's backpack. From you threw it. You threw the backpack <laughs> from one side of the classroom to the other, and I rose up and I lost it and I went off on her. I talked about every silver spoon, every lack of understanding in the world, and the teacher let let me go. She let me go. Took her. Took that little girl to school, and you sat there. I think you at one point tried to pull me down. You, I think you try to sit me back down. I said, no, Ben, we do not sit here and accept these kinds of things. And I went nuts. That was, I think, the first time that I showed you, you do not have to be okay with blatant racism. Now, I wish I could remember what she had said. I'm pretty I, sure it was like, you stole my calculator. And I was like, oh, first oh, of all, man. what would Dean need with a calculator? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> Because Ben Ben was still trying to have an intelligent argument with yeah, him. Yeah. Because I, like, I was still saying, yo, calculator. Logically, that doesn't even make any sense because he would never need a calculator for any reason. Like, <laughs> I'm not calculating nothing. Anything. That's my bad yeah. <laughs> So She's like, he did. You know yeah. he did. And I, I, you know I did. And you fished for it, too. You were like, why? Why do you think it was Go me? Ahead. Tell yep. me? Tell me why it was mm-hmm. me. And for some reason, black was one of her reasons. No, it was the only reason. No, well, I lost it. And at that point, I I wasn't as articulate as I can be now, but I I had enough skill to say about seven to eight reasons of how unrational that was. And I made sure every person in multiple classrooms could hear it. But I just, I also set the example, I was trying to set an example to her at the classroom. And again, to my, my new partner saying like, bro, we're done with this. You have backup now. You have backup now. We're done with that. Yeah. And that's the basis of our, our entire friendship. Yeah. <laughs> like literally. Literally. Um, it was just, hey, we have each other's backs in uh what we thought was a real messed up situation. And we need each other. You yeah. need me, I need you. Uh yeah. and it was, you know, it's continued to this day, man. And it has nothing to do with anger or animosity or anything like that. It was strictly based on when, when you are alone and you're singled out, uh, 
you need somebody there. And I don't care what the reasons are in, in 2020. There's so many reasons why that, that holds true, period. Uh, but for us, it, it just galvanized this relationship. And to the, like, we're doing a podcast together. You know what I mean? Like, to this day, it's like, could you get any tighter? You know what I mean? Thick as thieves. You know, if you don't get no bigger, you already know. You know, so it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was huge for us. And so we just wanted to share our insight on and, and our experiences on how we were able to get to this point and have such a, a tight relationship. And uh, I also wanted to ask you guys, where does that history of our relationship bringing it full for bringing it full circle forward to where we're at now what kinds of things about you today did us being able to have each other's back i know ben it was later in life what kinds of things has that uh brought to who you are today your character your personality your your actual uh, beliefs and convictions i'll start with you ben yeah i would just say confidence man like being being targeted that way you know, all, your whole upbringing all the way into high school, it, it really takes, your confidence takes a hit. You know, you start questioning, you know, well, maybe I shouldn't be this way or maybe this and that. And, you know, getting to know you guys and you guys kind of, you know, being a year older, you guys kind of showed me, yo, like, this is cool. Like, we're cool. So, you know, just be you. And like, then that's when I realized, yo, these dudes are cool, but I'm cool. Like, I'm that dude. Like, What's up? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, then, you get a little swaggy? Did you yeah, get a little swaggy? Oh, yeah, all the swag. And I, would, <laughs> I even over, I probably even overtook y'all with, with the swag. It oh, even with, went yeah. further with the, like, just... Well, I would say the reason for that being you guys left, right? You guys left. Oh, yeah. And oh, now yeah. I got to carry, you know what I mean, for the four black people in the school. Like, I got to... Mm-hmm. Um, I carry the torch, if you will. Um but it's just confidence, man. Confident to be who I wanted to be um, unapologetically, uh, as I said earlier, and just kind of, you know, allowing me to to come out of my shell, my my silent, uh, newly contact-wearing, blinking-hard shell. Oh, man. <laughs> Somebody get this boy some moistured contacts. No contacts hurt, man. You guys, you man. Now, now, I will say this. You guys weren't the nicest friends when I first met you. I still kind of <laughs> don't even know why we stayed friends. Um, all you really did was kind of berate me with insults. But, you know, it's cool. Look, I did. Look. I had new contacts, and I just got them. I wasn't used to them. I didn't want to wear my glasses. Just blinking. Just blinking. They, Slow they blinking were eyes. They were dry are, you, are you okay? Do we need to give uh, him another counselor? Drops, you know, they wouldn't. I switched brands, so I'm good now. Don't worry. Oh my gosh, but, um, those blinks. Yeah. Oh, Anywho, man. yeah. How about yeah. you, Tay? Uh, I mean, honestly, so I, I, someone made the comment in our feedback of the first couple ones. They were talking about I'm the politician, right? I live my life in the middle for the most part. That's how I've always been. But befriending Dean early on kind of gave me like the okay in my head that oh, it's okay to lose your shit every once in a while, like. If someone pushes you to an edge, like, lose your mind. It's cool. Like, lose it. I remember one of the first fights I got into after I became friends with Dean, it was some random dude, like, grabbed my backpack off my backpack when I was walking and, like, threw it and me with it. And, like, usually, and, like, he was, like, kind of a friend of mine. And usually before me and Dean, I would have been like, ah, you stupid, I'm going to push you back. 
after that, I just fired off on dude. Cause like, nah, it's okay to lose your mind every once in a while. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Ben taught me like, it's also okay to be extremely subdued when you want to be extremely subdued. Like there's times when I want to go into my shell and it's, it's okay. I don't need to always be out there. So having both of those ends of the spectrum for me was really good because like I said, I live so much in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nah, man. Uh, I'm not going to promote any type of criminality, but you're not going to have your way with me. You're not going to have your way with me. You're not going to have your way with my people. And y'all are my boys, and y'all be the first person, first people to vouch. I got to switch. I got to switch. <laughs> and, and when it switches, it's, I mean, I'll say it, King Gorilla, get out the way. I'm silver back <laughs> in the next 15 minutes. I'm just angry. And we Ain't know this shit. because we've both flipped it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have first-hand experience. Yeah. I, whoop, I whoop both y'all asses to this day. I'm going to say You pulled one of Tay's breads out, and I put and, you on the couch. And you, and you cried. Uh, anyway, that's a whole other story. Anyways, um, so for me, mine's more, I guess mine's more about myself, but it's really just like I learned how – difficult it is for certain people in their environments and they may not be able to express that and they may not be expressing that but i give so many more people now through my own life and experiences the benefit of the doubt the grain of salt because i mean listen to our stories no one knew that we were suffering with beratement belittling called out your name why would I go to school in this environment? Like no one knew that we hated trying to just do regular people's shit. And yet we were suffering. I mean, we weren't depressed about it because I think we just have a different baseline of emotions, but I'm pretty sure we all had some, some dread about basic stuff. Um, And I'm now like, you know what? I want to talk to you about how you're feeling. I want to I want to give you the chance to tell me what's going on. And I'm not even judging or preconceiving until you tell me exactly. Now, once you do, I am going to hold you to that because I'm giving you an, a chance to be unapologetic. I'm giving you a chance to be like, hey, man, this is this is what's really going on with me. So it just helped me relate to other people better because I have so many regular people experiences and if P- I do believe if people could just remember what you went through as a regular person, you might be able to have way more similarities than differences. Um, that's just so for me. And then obviously the other part of it is uh, I don't have a brother. I have a sister. She's six years apart. She's older than me. And I, that's a relationship that I'll never be able to uh, duplicate. You know, that's my sister. That's my, that's my blood, but I'm a boy. And she's a girl. So it's like, it's a big difference. You know, I do have two other half sisters that we never lived by. Or I never lived near them. So you guys are my brothers. And that is something that, I mean, God, I mean, can you really ever replace? And so personally, like, it just gave me, it just gave me someone in life that, again, was going through what I was going through when I was going through it. Uh, age similarities, life similarities. And it was like, oh, I, I have brothers for life now. And, and we both, we all played sports. We all have teammates, but um, 
literally you two are irreplaceable in my life. So that just, that gave me, that gave me something huge to, to have forever. Right. Right, man. And so I, I think that we all talked about something that we want to do at the end of this end of each podcast. Right. I think we're kind of ending the near of it. So I want to ask the question now um, and I'll answer it first since I'm going to be the one that's asking it. Right. And then the, 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 the question or the, what we're going to do at the end of every episode is going to be the question of the day. So the question of today, as it relates to what we've been talking about is who do you think you would be without the experience that you went through growing up. And so, like I said, since I asked it, I'll answer first and let you give you guys some time to think since I sprung it up on you like that. So for me, I genuinely think I'd be weak. I think I'd be a weak-minded individual who thinks the world is out to get him um, and always is looking for excuses and, and, and things of that nature. I don't think I would be what I consider myself to be is a strong-willed, uh, headstrong individual with his own ideas and passions and, and uh, n- you know, idea of who he wants to be and who he wants to become. Uh, without your guys' input on my life growing up, uh, number one, and then just seeing the things I dealt with and, and, and going through all the racial shit that we did growing up, I think I'd be weak. Yeah, man, um, I think for me, it would just be like trying to fit in. I think I'll just still be trying to fit into what I think people wanted me to be. And like when we go somewhere, right? Like when we go to the club, we don't fit in. Like we run it. Like we, <laughs> we shut it down. Like we, we, we set the tone, you know what I mean? No matter what kind of room or setting or situation we find ourselves in, like we run this, we set the tone. People don't believe that. Think, people don't believe that. It, it's hard to believe, I'm not going to lie, until you see it. Until but you see it, yeah. You're just going to have to trust me. Um, but I still think I'd be trying to fit in, man, instead of just showing out, you know, so. Yeah, man, um, I feel like that's a tough, that's a tough thing, um, without the experiences. So, you know, I'm a family man, like, and and Ben's right there behind me. Uh, I, my whole life is based on the experiences. Uh, so, I mean, man, I can't imagine not having the family I have right now. So, uh, one, I'd be without them. Um, I probably wouldn't have been as humble. I'm a very cocky person. I am. I, we all are. You, you We shut the club down. We all cocky, you know, this whole group. But I definitely wouldn't be as humbled because living in Lakeside as a black man, black child, black boy. Oof. Humbling. Um, Shit, nigga, we humble you on a daily basis. We humble each other. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even know why you're my friend sometimes. I hate you. Um, yeah, fair. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but it's very, it was very humbling um, experience. So uh, when it's like when things are hard or they take extra hard work or, or, you know, hey, I have this, but I don't have that. It's like, man, these are good times. So with, without the situation, I think I would just – I would probably – get in my own way. I probably would not be able to have a good perspective, a a sane, reasonable, rational perspective on life and and what today is. Obviously, the family aspect I I mentioned, but yeah, the the humbling, man. Oh, my goodness. Um, Way to keep yourself in check, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the good thing is, guys, that we kind of, we went through hell at a real young age, right? 
or what some people would consider to be hell. We still love that childhood, but yeah. uh, we 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 went through some stuff, right? And and we went through it at such a young age together that we have so much more to look forward to. I mean, we're all 30, 31. Like, we got another 30, 40, 50 years to go, God willing. So um, I'm just happy to, to have you guys in my life. I'm just happy to be where I'm at and, like, just looking forward to the rest of it, man. Yep. So uh, – oh, go ahead, B. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to – I was going to put a bow on it pretty much and just say, like, so when you hear us talk, guys, uh, this is to our audience. When you hear us talk, um, we, we cut each other off. We, we completely call out each other's point of views for BS because there hasn't what, – what hasn't already been said to each other that we haven't already said? Like we, I think we, we've said everything to each other in every dialect, every way, every context, <laughs> out of context, anger, laugh, ridiculousness. So – uh, we just wanted to make sure you guys understood that uh, that we have history with each other. We wanted to share that history. Um, we're really good friends, grew up together, and um, this is just the reason why we have the t- three black guys to be determined. <laughs> God by damn us. it! I did it's not dudes. want it. three black dudes. Oh, sorry, my bad. Three black dudes. This is the reason why See? we have it. He he didn't need a calculator. He can't even spell. I can't. I don't you know even what know. What's a D and a G? Um, I told you that class wasn't, we didn't do anything. I advanced something. I don't know what it was yet, but I advanced something. Uh, ben, any any last notes on the, the matter, my man? Uh, I guess just, you know, the, the lifelong bond that we created out of, you know, our situations and upbringings is, uh, it's amazing, man. And I would just, you know, hope that everyone can try to be, you know, bear with us i know it was a lot of a lot of a deep talk deep conversation and uh uncomfortable conversation at times i'm sure for some people but um you know these things made us who we are man and uh wouldn't have it any other way so without further ado those of you who do listen to this podcast uh first off thank you for all those who have listened to this point and especially thank you yeah go ahead um and and thank you so much for the feedback that we've gotten. Uh, this is something we wanted to do for so long. You know, it's one of those things where you see people do do something, and you're like, I can do that. Well, we finally got off our asses and did it. Um, and so thank you so much for taking part, viewing, sharing your feedback. And we want to know your guys' stories. And so uh, on the Anchor.fm app and the Spotify app, which are pretty much the main areas uh, where you can find us, Anchor.fm and Spotify. Uh, the other ones aren't really working as well as we would like, so we're just going to recommend those two. Uh, there's a send in a message for feedback. It's about a minute long um, of length of time that you can record, but we would love to hear feedback in general, and we would love to hear your guys' take on your friendships, your childhood bonds, things that are going on. And, and we're going to create a, a Facebook and, and social media, Instagram page, probably a Twitter as well. We'll get that information out as well. But share with us your guys' childhood memories, your childhood relationships and friendships, because especially in today's age and, and the life that we have, uh, those people who know you in and out, through and through, they're going to be the ones that you're going to probably get through all the craziest times, all the hard times with, and they're going to have your back. And, and why are they going to have your back? Because they can call you, they can call bull, bullshit when it's bullshit. You know, they can, they can say, you know what, here's this money. 
you don't got to pay me back because you're my brother. You're my sister. You're my family. So um, share your stories, comment when we get our pages up, send us in that, uh, that feedback recording. We'd love to hear. Even if you just want to say, I listened, we'll take it. We love the feedback. Um, but if I don't have anything else to add, gentlemen, you got anything else to add? I'm pretty much good. Just, just know not every episode is going to be this serious. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. I, we just, it's our origin story. Just wanted yeah, to bring up our origin story. It's a little background. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. B-Dub? Likewise. Appreciate you guys. And uh, appreciate both of you as well uh, for taking this journey with me. And uh, yeah, Dean, where uh, you already uh, introduced where they can find us. Yeah. Anchor.fm and Spotify. And we are still just TBD for to be determined until. <laughs> or AKA three black dudes. <laughs> AKA three black dudes. All right. Without further ado, we're going to get out of here. You guys have a blessed day, blessed night, wherever, whenever you're listening. We thank you so much. Uh, stay up, stay together. Don't forget who took this journey with you because when you're at the end, you don't want to be looking around and be solo. You want to take those people with you because as I just recently heard, you can get farther together even though you can go faster alone. You can get farther together. Thank you all and we will talk to you later. Peace out. Peace. Peace.